Hello and welcome to CM Conversations, a podcast brought to you by Charlton Morris. I'm today's host, Bilal Ahmed, a global headhunter that specialises in recruitment for the waste and recycling markets at CM Industrial. In this episode, I'll be joined by two representatives from Biofabric Technologies, COO Mark Froze and CTO Benjamin Richter. Biofabric are an innovative German company that have some truly pioneering technologies in green chemicals and waste energy. Their sustainable solutions could transform the waste and energy sectors and combat major global issues like the plastics crisis. Here's what the three of us discussed in our CM conversation. So to begin with, Mark, if you wouldn't mind, if you could give us an insight into your background and role in the business at Biofabric Technologies. Yes, of course. Uh, thanks, Bilal. Um, I'm very happy to give you, let's say, some kind of an insight into my past and my present. Um, I have, uh, let's say, a background of approximately 25 years uh, in the IT and outsourcing industry and uh, just came across uh, to the recycling technologies uh, just last year, um, as I've seen an advert in a newspaper about this company called Biofabric, uh, which is dealing with a new technology which is related to uh, turning plastic waste into oil. And I, th- uh, and I found it was such a brilliant idea to move forward in this direction because this is really something that w- where our um, where our plan is really suffering from. I think this is one of the most important uh, technologies that is really needed and helpful. And um, as it's not only um, a positive uh, activity um, with regards to uh, um, to the uh, nature, health, and um, environmental support, it also gives, let's say, some kind of uh, some kind of efficiency on the one end side, and as well some profit for the operators. I think uh, this was the one that really gave me the idea, really, to move into this company. And nowadays, as a COO. I'm mostly uh, relevant or mostly responsible for the internal management of our manufacturers on the one hand side, and as well uh, supporting the guys from the sales uh, with regards to selection and uh, um, handling uh, with our international distributors. Brilliant, sounds good. And uh, so Benjamin, from your side as the CTO, uh, if you could give us a bit of an insight into your background and your current role within the business. Sure. So, yeah, my name is uh, Ben. I'm uh, the, the petrochemical engineer, um, and I'm working in this uh, business since around uh, 12 to 13 years. And uh, I started in a very traditional petrochemical business, means uh, the engineering and also the procurement and uh, the manufacturing of refineries. Uh, special refineries, especially in the used oil recycling sector. And um, my profession is to understand, let's say, the requirements from the market. So what the customer really wants to to produce and from there to develop the process, the um, equipments, and then also the full project execution. And I came across to uh, Biofab because I was quite curious about uh, latest development, especially in the green sector. And uh, because, you know, since I'm uh, worked in the use or recycling, and this is also waste stream, um, I found that uh, plastic waste is a big issue for our planet. And I want somehow to work uh, on solutions for this. 
And so therefore I decided to join the team and uh, to help with my experience and profession really to launch the best products available on the market um, to solve one of the biggest uh, environmental problems in our century, which is obvious, um, the plastic waste. It's within the land, it's within the ocean, it's in our food, it's everywhere. And uh, I think it's uh, as also as engineer, it's our job to work on solutions for this issue. So this is actually my rule and I'm responsible for all the technical belongings within the company. And so biofabric technology as a business, where is it position itself? Is it a sustainable business? Is it a technology provider? How do you see yourself? It's actually, we call ourselves a revolution engineering company. So that means our approach is first of all to uh, develop uh, machines which can solve um, environmental problems such as um, oil, plastic wastes. And beside the technology, we offer also our customers, let's say, operation um, support. So that means the customer is not buying only a machine. The customer is buying also support in terms of getting the raw materials, getting the sales of the product done, getting a 24-7 service environment. So this is actually our approach. So maybe just to add one thing, um, it's completely right was what Ben just said, but um, it is more than just uh, creating a machine, uh, sending it over to the customer and uh, presenting him an invoice and wishing him good luck. It is really more like uh, building a full service solution for the customer, including um, the whole operational support, the, the monitoring, and as well what Ben just said, uh, we will take care of uh, the offtake agreements with different plastic and uh, uh, polyolefin companies who are really very much interested in buying that stuff uh, in order to uh, fulfill their, uh, their quota for uh, recycled materials in their production lines. And so from a kind of competitor standpoint, how does biofabric technologies differentiate itself from uh, different businesses that are also turning plastic waste into a resource? Yeah, this uh, so-called pyrolysis uh, technology is not uh, something very new, but it's not rocket science either. So this is something that has been uh, invented, I'd like to say, uh, because it's just a vice versa process uh, to the oil to plastic manufacturing. So it is something which is uh, not brand new, but it was, um, let's say, reinvented by the biofabric uh, in particular in this modular, scalable and very small sized solution. So we create machines that are capable of handling uh, approximately one ton of of plastic waste per day, which resembles in approximately 850 liters of oil coming out of it. And uh, all the former uh, companies and all the former activities in this direction was mostly in very large recycling plants, which were handling 500 or 1000 tons per day, uh, and which gave them a lot of problems, a lot of trouble with regards to processing, batch processing, etc. Uh, so this is something that we do from a continuous standpoint in these machines that are scalable and modular and uh, gives us the positioning of being able to either create very large uh, plants uh, just by adding one plant to the other or mo one module to the other or alternatively 
to distribute them very decentralized to all the places where the plastic waste occurs. That means we can really put a plant to each and every uh, beach or each and every country where you have a lot of uh, plastic waste and let the people collect uh, uh, the waste from their environment and then gather all that, uh, the end product and, uh, and sell it uh, to the plastic or oil industry as a new raw material and make a new valuable product out of it. Brilliant. Sounds good. And uh, Ben, a question for you. So uh, in terms of the, the technology, how was the technology developed, the idea and the thought process? Yeah, so actually the, um, the basic requirement was to keep it as simple as possible to allow a very, let's say, a simple operation and high utilization rate and operation time. So therefore, we had to develop a continuously process, which is, um, let's say, one of the KPI from our technology that the waste is continuously feeded into the reactor system. It's not batchwise operated. So that means we can really uh, increase the, um, the efficiency of the process. So, and this was one of the requirements to have a continuously system and also very much simple to operate. That means it should be fully automatic operated and the, the interface to operator should be um, very simple, very easy to understand, and as well to be operated from any place in the world. So from this, let's say, uh, specification point, we developed the process in different steps. We started with the prototype. Um, we increased, let's say, the speed and also the, um, the paralysis process efficiency itself. And then we came to our P0 series, uh, which we launched this year. And uh, we made our, let's say, learnings and also we optimized the optimization process. And now we are on the P1 stage where we launch our serial production. And we, we really achieved these required uh, KPIs. So we are fully automatic, we are continuously operated and uh, you can really operate the plant with any iPad or iPhone from any place in the world. So this is actually the, the point where we stand. And from your standpoint, how is biofabric technology kind of revolutionizing the waste to energy industry? What we achieved is uh, we developed a process and also technology which allows um, operators and also operating companies less let's say, um, obligations in terms of the operation of the process itself. So that means it's not necessary to have a large facility. It's not necessary to have continuously checking from any authorities. Also, the permitting process is very simple and easy. So this is actually the biggest advantage from our technology, that it's small, delocated, and modulized, and simple to operate and simple to, um, to get the permitting process done. And Mark, from the kind of business development perspective, what is the go-to market strategy for the business right now? Well, as um, <clears throat> one of the most important facts for the biofabric was from day one to go in an international rollout, rollout position right from day one, it was really important to have a strategy really to handle all the different regulations and uh, local <clears throat> local specialties in the different regions. So from that standpoint, uh, we decided to move forward with distribution partners in all the regions, which will be uh, responsible on the one hand side to take care of all the 
um, regulations of all the the local governmental uh, specialties and permits, etc. And they will take care as well for the whole service and maintenance of the uh, the plants that will be uh, distributed to their country. So from that perspective, we always have um, the engineering and the support and the monitoring uh, from the German manufacturing uh, standpoint here in Dresden on the one hand side. And we have our local distributors who have a very short way and uh, very short communication and uh, a perfect understanding of the local regulations in the different regions. And this gives us, let's say, some kind of a, a very good positioning because we don't need to fail in all these countries before we can go for direct business because our partners in the regions they do have their experience with all that stuff since many many years in most uh, in most of the cases so from that perspective we are very happy to have these partners on board and there are by the way there are already 28 regions in the world already under contract with uh, local um, distribution partners Wow. And sustainability is a hot topic and the forefront for a lot of businesses right now, particularly when it comes to plastic waste. So how are biofabric technologies positioning themselves in the market from a sustainability perspective? So from my point of view, I think uh, the most important fact is that we take care of uh, the environmental uh, pollution um, in even in areas like in in Central Europe, where is uh, let's say quite a good handling already in place, and uh, recycling quotas are uh, much better than in in some cases in in Central Africa or in in Asia. But what we do is we offer um, this particular technology to make a former waste product or a waste um, environmental pollution to make it uh, to a raw material. So from that standpoint, we really give it a new value. We give uh, um, even uh, some kind of an income for a local uh, uh, very uh, poorly educated people that are able to uh, pick up uh, the plastic waste from the environment, so bring it to our plants, and th- those can be processed just to be um, to be transferred into an oil product that can be reused then in the um, oil um, in the oil production in the final end as well. So from that perspective, I think uh, the sustainable standpoint is one of the most important. Um, motivation um, uh, motivation reasons uh, from the one inside and I think we fulfill it perfectly because um, of um, the things I just mentioned earlier. Thank you and so uh, Ben from your perspective what from a technology side what challenges has the business faced? I also like to add one point that um, our technology is I would say one of the missing um, puzzle piece um, to close the life cycle of industrial and commercial plastics, which are produced from the chemical industry, collected from the waste collecting industry. And then the missing puzzle piece was to convert it from a solid light density fraction to a fluid liquid fraction with high density to decrease the transportation cost Um, of the waste which then can be let's say used as a for example for example nafta as a a sim crude nafta in the chemical industry to produce new plastics out of it so that means this process which we offer is a big and very important part to close this life cycle of uh, plastics to reduce the consumption of crude oil 
to produce plastics, which are obviously needed, whether in the packaging industry nor in the industrial industry. I mean, imagine even electrical cars, they're having a lot of uh, plastics and resin inside. So we will have decades of the using plastics. And the question is from which raw material these plastics are produced. And we are offering with the technology to close this uh, life cycle and to reduce the crude oil consumption here. And Mark, from your perspective, from an operational business development standpoint, what challenges have you faced? Well, first of all, um, this technology, as I mentioned earlier, is not new, but it's not very familiar with all the different manufacturing and assembly companies. So from that standpoint, we need to, to develop it from scratch from uh, with our engineers and to, to bring it into the mindset of our manufacturing partners, which uh, was not really a challenge, but it was definitely uh, quite some work. Um, in addition, one of the biggest uh, hurdles uh, is uh, the permitting standpoint uh, to operate uh, these plants in a later stage, because uh, mostly the uh, governmental institutions or uh, let's say the administrations are not very familiar with this technology and they were always very cautious in thinking about, okay, how can we uh, permit this kind of technology uh, from a security standpoint? So this is, um, from, from our point of view, really the biggest uh, uh, the biggest challenge that we need to overcome but we're in a good positioning right now as we have shown a good uh, step forward in our technology and we could ensure by different um, uh, advisors and as well as some audits uh, that this technology is really safe and we can really um, produce our uh, waste plastic to oil in a, uh, in a security manner so nobody can be injured and there's no harm by uh, by exhaust or something. So there's always, let's say, some kind of a good um, uh, technology environment and, and, and a safe environment uh, in the first place. Actually, the challenge here is to generate a quite, I would say, homogeneous uh, product quality of the oil, uh, considering that we have a very much heterogenic uh, waste feed. So that technical challenge is to bring it to a quality which is acceptable for the chemical industry. Um, we did not finally finish that step. We are still under developing and it's together with the market, together with the big players on the chemical market, we are doing this step. But this is the next uh, challenge we are working on. And um, But it's if that would be easy, uh, many people before would have uh, achieved this target. And even this step is the hardest step. But the setup which we achieved is uh, quite good. And also we feel the great support from the chemical industry really to help us to uh, close this life circle, which I mentioned before. And Mark, from your side, uh, on the operational side, what kind of developments are you excited about? How, what things are going on for the next 12 to 18 months, which you know, is, is really getting you excited at the moment? Um, <clears throat> so um, on the one hand side, I can tell you that we are currently in the planning of um, delivering approximately three dozen of uh, plants from the plastic machine uh, in the next uh, two and a half months. So this is, of course, let's say something that we can be very proud of. And uh, one part of it, uh, so exactly 10 of those uh, modules are planned to go into a huge industrial environment where we will combine 
200 of these modules to a large industrial uh, recycling plant, which will be finalized and finished in uh, end of 2022. So from that perspective, we are very curious how this will move forward and how we can deliver this um, particular module step by step to enlarge uh, this um, particular industrial recycling environment uh, month by month. So this is really uh, something that we're looking looking forward very much. And uh, I can tell you, uh, each and every delivery in a new region around the globe is always, let's say, some kind of a new project of a new uh, challenge, because you always need to cope with, uh, let's say, some kind of local regulations and local specialties that our distributors will teach us. Uh, so from that perspective, there will be a lot of challenges and a lot of uh, things that we need to learn. But we're really looking forward to it because uh, it really gives us uh, new hor horizons. And as well, this kind of uh, uh, swarm uh, intelligence, because we will gather all the informations from the different regions to make our product much, much more uh, professional, much more uh, easy to handle, and as well, uh, even more uh, sustainable for um, for all the other regions that will come up. And also, I'd like to add here one comment also from, from uh, the technical point of view. So, especially in the European Union, I think the politicians need to understand that they really need to approve the chemical recycling. Um, this process is still not approved. So that means the um, regulation and legislation and also the approval processes to get the permit to produce with these machines on different locations is currently too complicated and too complex. But the politicians and the politics, they can really resolve this, um, I would say, bottleneck in, uh, in, in this whole uh, business case. Uh, once they really approve the chemical uh, recycling as a, let's say, allowed process within the waste recycling uh, industry. So uh, this is my biggest, let's say, wish uh, for next year that uh, the leaders understand this point. And if they really want to achieve the goals to reduce CO2 emissions, they have to go with this next step to uh, the chemical engine, uh, chemical recycling allowance. Brilliant. Sounds good. Well, uh, I think I've uh, covered a lot. I've uh, got a good insight into biofabric technologies, the industry in general, um, and the importance of the kind of plastic waste to resource. So, you know, we can leave it there for now. But thank you very much uh, to both Mark and Ben for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing the development of the business over the next few years. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for having us, Bilal. I really enjoyed chatting with Mark and Benjamin. They provided great insight into the plastic waste energy industry and the challenges the technologies face, like ensuring the quality of the chemicals being produced, plus approvals for regulations and legislations. Overall, they left me feeling ambitious about the future, and with more companies out there like Biofabric Technologies, I feel that there's cause for optimism in waste energy. If this market can break through to become the mainstream, it will have a major positive impact on our planet. 
If you're in the waste to energy industry and would like to speak to me about this podcast, please look for my profile on searchingindustrial.com. For more podcasts like this, please subscribe to CM Conversations.